Hi, this is James Barris. I hope you find this talk supports you in your practice. If you'd like to support my teaching, you can use the donate button underneath my picture on Dharma Seed to do that. Your support is greatly appreciated. Well, um, so we'll be doing this uh, in, in, until further notice uh, since uh, we're not gathering crowds here in the Bay Area. And uh, boy, thank goodness for internet and Zoom. I, I wonder if Zoom stock is zooming up these days. Um, but can you imagine doing this without this kind of connection? It's made such a difference. Every time I've been on calls with uh, a few people, um, it, it's been quite astounding how by the end of the call, just feeling that connection for a little while uh, changes the whatever anxiety or disconnection to, um, yeah, we're all in this together. So I'll just say a few words and then uh, I wanna give you a chance to hear each other as well and we can come back and have some Q and A. Um, what strange times we're in. What a strange reality we're all going through. I want to say just from the outset that whatever you're experiencing is absolutely fine. You might be experiencing, oh, nice vacation where I don't, I'm slowing down. I'm actually with my loved one at home or catching up with friends that are over the phone or on the internet that I haven't spoken to in a while uh, or going through high anxiety, whether it's because of your own personal situation or loved ones who are at risk or just feeling the pain and the suffering all around the world, um, or perhaps mm, possibilities and uh, venturing into the unknown. So I just want to first acknowledge that if you're like me, you've gone through a whole host of feelings and there's no one right way to be. So as we share this evening together, um, be right where you are. It's always a good, good instruction anyway, since there's nowhere else you can be. So you might as well be right where you are, but let it be okay to be right where you are and to hold whatever feelings you have with compassion, with kind awareness, and uh, just keep connecting to the goodness inside and around you. And there's lots of goodness around us right here. And this is, uh, hopefully we can hold this all as um, Dharma practice where the rubber meets the road. This is, this is new territory for all of us. And uh, there's great opportunity, you know, in the, the, uh, uh, the Chinese character for, uh, for crisis is danger plus opportunity. So if we hold it as part of our practice to keep our hearts open, to hold whatever we are experiencing and awaken love, I know many of you have, know that I teach a course, Awakening Joy, but I always say, you know, whether you call it Awakening Joy or awakening love or awakening compassion or awakening gratitude or awakening possibility. Um, 
or awakening or consciousness, they're all part of the common thread of opening the heart. And the, the interesting thing in, in going through this, as I'll share a couple of reflections, we're all in this together. And in that togetherness, uh, there's, there's a feeling that um, this virus, this coronavirus does not discriminate how unusual for all of humanity to have a shared threat that's not another, another being or another country, unless somebody is stoking up fears. Uh, but this is a, a common um, outside threat that can really possibly have the, the potential to wake us up. And what, one thing that I've been reflecting on is we often think we are running the show on this planet. You know, oh yeah, humans are in charge. It's up to us. Well, another way to think about it is viruses and bacteria and mushrooms. I just saw a movie recently called Fantastic Fungi. And uh, really mushrooms are, are running things a whole lot bigger, than, more than, than we are. And um, just to see, be humbled, to see our place in this living system. And in Buddhist teachings, as the Buddha starts out with the first noble truth, there is suffering in life. And he says, suffering has the potential to wake us up. In fact, that's usually what wakes us up out of our complacency. So let's take this as an opportunity to really deepen our practice and, and wake up. And along with whatever fear or suffering, it's here internally and on a global scale, there's a shared commonality, a shared humanity. And although we're more physically isolated, uh, many are feeling in a strange way more connected than usual because we don't have all of the things to distract ourselves and all of our busy tasks. We're just here and we are reminded all the time, this is not business as usual. And gosh, we're all going through this. So another couple of reflections in times of danger, or crisis, the human heart, I've seen, as we probably all can agree, can go in different directions. It can contract, and if it contracts, it goes into worry, fear, othering, unskillful actions, or certainly troubling thoughts, or if it opens, if somehow we can learn how to open to the, uh, the danger, then it opens and we experience compassion, connection, love, generosity. And both of them are contagious. Fear and anxiety are contagious. Kindness and generosity are contagious. I, I don't know if you saw it, but there were two, um, two anecdotes around toilet paper that I've been seeing in the last 
in the last few days. There was one, there was this video clip, maybe some of you saw it, in uh, Sydney, Australia, I think it was, where there were riots over toilet paper. It was, and it was videoed, it was clipped, you probably just put in toilet paper riot, Sydney, and you'll, you'll get it. And it, it, was, it was intense and they had to be broken up and uh, security came and all. And then I, uh, I didn't see a video, but I heard this story of uh, in, I forget where, where this other one took place, these two shoppers in this uh, supermarket were a uh, big store were, were going for the toilet paper and they both had two big cases under their arms and they stopped and looked at each other and they, one of them said, maybe the other one was thinking at the same time, I don't need all of this toilet paper. And they put their extra cases back and then they said, let's just split what we have. And they opened the, the, the rolls and they each um, took their share and it got around to the store. There were lots of other people in the store and it set off this, this contagion of generosity where people, instead of hoarding, were sharing what they got so that they wouldn't, they wouldn't empty the shelves. And yeah, it, it makes such sense that as soon as you see something that's inspiring, that elevates you, it's this notion called the elevation, elevator, elevation response. Uh, when we see somebody else do a noble act, it inspires us to do the same. So let's go for the latter, <laughs> the, the generosity and the kindness, and uh, just hold all those feelings, those other feelings with, um, with tenderness. Somebody sent me this, um, this poem that I wanna share with you about possibility. This is called A Wish by Kitty O'Meara. And the people stayed home and read books and listened and rested and exercised and made art and played games and learned new ways of being and were still and listened more deeply. Some meditated, some prayed, some danced, some met their shadows, and people began to think differently. And the people healed. And in the absence of people living in ignorant, dangerous, mindless, and heartless ways, the earth began to heal. And when the danger passed, and the people joined together again, they grieved their losses and made new choices and dreamed new images and created new ways to live and heal the earth fully as they had been healed. So uh, before I uh, 
uh, invite us to go into breakout groups where we can just connect with each other for a while rather than just hearing one person. I think it's so much richer if we can hear our own wisdom and hear each other and really be there for each other. Want to mention one thing about um, going through difficult times that was a teaching that was very helpful and meaningful for me. Um, and it was in this, um, this book that uh, many of you know I've, I, I love sharing called How We Choose to Be Happy uh, by uh, Rick Foster and Greg Hicks. And one of the nine choices that all of these 300 plus certifiably happy people that they did a three-year research project um, shared in common was uh, one of the choices was called recasting where you go through your own pain and suffering but wise people people who've understood what true happiness is about uh, they feel their feelings they allow their feelings and let themselves feel it and somehow they find their their meaning in the situation that is they find meaning and they say how can i learn what can i learn from this i often do this in, in the joy course when we think back about on our lives and we think about a situation that we've gone through that um, has been really hard but we've made it through there's almost always a profound lesson that has been a gift in that whether it's uh oh things change or oh i can reach out to for help when i need it or to trust in life or you know countless countless lessons but they come after we've gone through the hard stuff so here we are going through this pandemic together and um, you don't have to wait in retrospect to figure out, oh, what did I learn from that? You can actually, if you're doing it as, as your Dharma practice, your meditation practice, in the process, what are you learning? Uh, how, are you, how are you learning to hold it? What are you, uh, what are you doing in your wisest moments? Um, so with that in mind, I want to uh, now... Uh, invite you to uh, to reflect for a few moments before I put you to put you in in uh, breakout groups uh, so uh, if you would just close your eyes if you feel like it and first um, get in touch with what you're going through and as I said, whatever you are is absolutely fine if you're feeling at ease and calm and even moments of joy at the change in pace, that's fine. If you're going through anxiety or worry about loved ones or the world, that's fine. Just uh, for a moment, allow it all to be here. And then as you go through <clears throat> whatever you do in your wisest moments, how do you hold it? How are you 
going through this in a way that can bring your your practice to bear and to allow and hold. What do you do? There's so many different ways to go through the process and ideas of the wisdom expressing itself through you. And what are you learning? What do you sense your lessons will be even while you're in the middle of it? And realizing there might be more lessons to come, probably many more. <laughs> Who knows how long we're going to be going through this? But uh, in a few moments, when you're with others, you might just share what are you going through, and in your wisest moments, how do you how do you hold it? Yeah. Uh, so I just want to say I really appreciate this this evening. It's been wonderful. And I had a nice chat with my partner there. And I love the poem that you read. And after you finished, I said, may it be so. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. What was it, uh, what came up in your conversation with your, with your partner? Uh, we kind of shared what we were going through and it was just really nice to have um, sharing with someone. So that was really lovely. Mm-hmm. Uh, that, it, it is an interesting thing. It's not like somebody uh, can fix you or needs to fix you or that you need to fix them. Just sharing together. Oh, this is what I'm going through. How about you? There's something quite extraordinary about, um, having that kind of shared connection that, um, you're not holding all the anxiety within yourself. It's, there's a kind of alchemy that changes it from, from anxiety to, uh, to connection. So yeah, glad that that was useful. I love Eve's song too. Mm-hmm. I love That's everything great. about Eve and every song she does. <laughs> You're not alone. <laughs> <laughs> what else? Anything else that's that's up for people? Anybody wants I'd to like share? To... Yeah, Bobby. Hi. Um, so we had a little technical difficulty, which was um, I was talking to Marsha. I don't see her on the screen now, and I. Um, she could hear me, but I couldn't hear her. Mm. So we ended up, um, and there was a button, which I didn't see till two seconds before we ended, which said, ask for help. Oh. <laughs> I missed that one, but we did find the chat button. Mm. So we were able to type to each other. And it just made me feel like, you know, you just need to be flexible in these times. You just gonna need to figure stuff out. It's not gonna be the. It's not gonna be that easy. So that was my lesson. Glad and you found. Very, I'm sorry. Go ahead. Oh, it was a very nice chat, <laughs> and I never met Marsha before, but I feel like we're friends. So really nice connection. <laughs> Lovely. Glad you found the chat box. There you were texting away. Right. 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 <laughs> Thank you. Any anything else? 
Well, how about if we, um, many of you have, are, are familiar with this, but I thought we could just do a little self-compassion practice uh, to hold the feelings, um, uh, whatever you're feeling, just holding them together and just reminding us of, of doing that. If you're not familiar with this, uh, this is um, something that uh, Kristen Neff and Christopher Germer uh, put together uh, from who are practitioners in our community, a very simple, effective way to hold the feelings when they, when they're a lot. Um, I like to do it just starting out by putting the hand on the heart or some kind of soothing touch, whether it could be hugging yourself or um, touching your, your face, but handing a hand on the heart is, is a, a really good one. If, uh, if it feels okay, because it's also stimulating the vagus nerve. Um, Dacker Keltner is big on vagus nerve uh, uh, stimulation, which is the compassion nerve. And it also releases oxytocin. And just for a few moments, feel that tender touch. And then they suggest three reflections. I'll go through them, but you can make them your own. The first one is just acknowledging when you're going through a hard time, oh, this is suffering, or this is hard right now. Just to name it, this is what's really going on. This is hard when it is hard. And the second reflection, which is so apparent now, the commonality of experience. Oh, I'm not alone. Um, this is part of life that we're all going through. And so you might just think of the whole planet, really, or most, most areas people are going through this with their own fears and anxieties or other feelings and feel compassion for all of us for everyone this is part of life right now and you might have compassion for all the people in the world especially those that are frightened or not quite sure what's coming next And then to just invite some kindness towards yourself. Let me hold this with kindness and compassion. Just an invitation to hold it gently. Nothing you need to fix. Just let me hold this with kindness. This is hard, I'm not alone. Let me be kind with this. And feel that tenderness right through your hand. There's a part inside that needs comforting and uh, a part of you that knows just how to comfort her or him or them. 
And then when you're feeling up to it, just letting yourself feel whatever feelings are there, you know, a little at a time, just allow and know what your limits are. Uh, but just notice when the mind gets toppling forward into the future, fear and anxiety are, or fear is always about the future. Anxiety can be a free floating um, dysregulation. But when we get frightened and worry what's going to happen, it's always about the future and coming back to the present is refuge in the present. That's what the Buddha said. And I think he was right on his refuge right in this moment. Here we are together. And this moment is quite workable. So um, just notice when you do topple forward, the present moment is always here waiting for you. Okay, so um, unless there's any other questions or uh, comments, uh, we can end with uh, one more song from Eve. And Eve, you you shared uh, in our in our smaller, large, larger, small group. You shared a bit about uh, your your own practices, and uh, you know if you want to say any other words besides finishing with the song, just go. Ahead. Oh, sure. Thank you, James. Um, well, um, I, I, I'm just thinking now about the self-compassion practice that we just did and it's three components of mindfulness or acknowledging that there's stress in the system and common humanity, remembering that we're not alone. So important to our tribal mammalian mentality and then, um, kindness. And I'm, what I want to sing with everybody right now is um, not my song. It was written by Melanie Damore, a fantastic local singer-songwriter. And it's very short, um, so we'll repeat it a few times. It's called Sending You Light. It's just a compassion song. And what I want to share about it is that when I was recording it, it's on a recording of chants that I made, um, I was going through a tough time and I was singing it into the microphone at the recording studio as best I could. And my producer kept saying, no, do it again. No, do it again. No, do it again. And finally I thought, I'm just going to sing these words to myself, to my own heart. I didn't tell her that's what I was doing, but that's what I did. And she said, Oh, that's the take. That's perfect. Mm-hmm. <laughs> And just the importance of, of really, really loving ourselves and holding ourselves in so much kindness through all the uncertainty and challenge um, in general and, the, and then specifically right now. So it's short and you can sing along. Unfortunately, I think having already experienced this on Zoom a few times this week, it's better if we stay muted because with singing, there's this... Uh, stall between different people's voices i have no idea why so if we unmute to sing it together it'll be a cacophony of sound and not not lovely even though i love singing together so but sing along if you know it or if you hear it and um and and i i i recommend considering at least at the beginning offering it into your own system for the sake of resource and resilience I am sending you light to heal you, to hold you. 
I am sending you light to hold you in love. I am sending you light to heal you, to hold you. I am sending you light to hold you in love. I am sending you light to heal you, to hold you. I am sending you light to hold you in love. I am sending you Beautiful. Thanks, Eve. Okay, so uh, why don't we just um, end with a brief metta dedication. And uh, I'll just say that I'll plan to be here unless things change dramatically between now and next week. Uh, we'll probably be in the same situation. Uh, so I'll be here uh, with the same link at 7.30 on Thursday. So just perhaps feel the, uh, the goodness of connecting. Technical difficulties notwithstanding. Spending a Thursday evening together with a lot of people who uh, want to grow and awaken and open the hearts. And let's just take all of that collective good energy and caring and kindness and share it with the world. all the people who are going through difficult time right now, to those that are supporting ones going through the hard time, all the responders and the workers and the cashiers and um, the people who are transporting goods that are needed and besides the doctors and nurses and all of the people who are doing their best to support us. And even the ones that through their own confusion or ignorance are either not aware or um, not acting as skillfully as possible, include them too. No one left out. And then include all the, the non-human creatures on this planet that are affected by humans and need our caring 
and just want to be happy and safe. And then include the planet itself and Mother Earth. And how much it responds to our caring and wise actions. May our coming here together nourish us and ripple out to everyone we know and be a benefit to all beings everywhere. May all be free of fear. May all know inner peace. May all know true well-being. Thank you for listening. To learn how you can support the teachers and Dharma Seed, please visit dharmaseed.org slash donate.